If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. Some of you might be thinking, I preached on this verse last week. And it's the same verse. There's something more we can learn from this passage. And I was, I was thinking of a different sermon yesterday. I was thinking of it, working on it and, uh, in my mind. And all of a sudden, this verse flashed in my mind. And I felt this is the right thing to do for this week. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. I would like to read that passage for you. Please pay attention. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Can we read this verse together? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Amen. If you have your pens with you or if you're on the Bible app, I would ask you to underline the word with thanksgiving. Highlight the sentence with thanksgiving. We're going to focus on this part of the verse this morning. That is on this word thanksgiving. You see, thanksgiving is powerful. Gratefulness is powerful. And being thankful, being grateful is central to our Christian life. If you read the Psalms, Psalms are all about thankfulness and gratefulness to the Lord who delivered them, the Lord who saved them, the Lord who created people. And so when we, when we sing songs, we're singing songs of thanks to our God, praising Him for all that He has done. We sing songs saying, Lord, thank you for saving me from this situation. Thank you for rescuing us. And if you read the Bible, it's, it's not easy to miss out on gratefulness. When you read the Bible, it's not easy to miss out on thankfulness. You will always find some verse pointing to God and saying, God, thank you for rescuing me. Thank you for saving me. Now, in this passage, as we look at it, Paul is dealing with the issue of anxiety. Now, I spoke about it last week. Paul is dealing with the issue of anxiety. And when it comes to anxiety, he's saying there is a way to overcome anxiety. That is through prayer. The way to overcome anxiety is through prayer. And as he talks about prayer, what he does is that he adds something to prayer, which is very essential. He's saying with prayer and supplication, everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving i tell you you take thanksgiving out of prayer your prayer can turn into something else something different i'm going to talk about it but when you add thanksgiving to prayer it makes your prayer time more exciting when you add thanksgiving to prayer when you start expressing your gratefulness to god you will want to pray more you'll feel like praying more i want to spend more time but when you take thanksgiving out of prayer you won't feel like praying for too long. And so Paul says in everything, prayer and supplication. Everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. See, when a person is anxious, they have a lot of things to ask God for. Right? God, I want this, I want this to be done. Uh, please do this, please do that. They have requests after request. And what Paul is saying here is that along with that request that you make in prayer, add one thing, thanksgiving. See, everything that you pray about and everything that you ask for, do it with thanksgiving. And I see this as a rule of our Christian life, something that we have to follow. Now, as Paul talks about it, one thing that is quite obvious is that his prayer always contained word of thanksgiving. 
His prayer life always contained a word of thanksgiving. Are you with me? Yes, when we look at the life of Paul and the prayers that he made, it always contained thanksgiving. For example, if you look at Acts chapter 16 verse 25, Acts chapter 16 verse 25, it says like this, but at midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. Now where are they singing from? Singing in the jail cell. What, is hap what has happened to them? Their hands are tied and their legs are tied. But what were they doing? They were praying and singing hymns to God. Basically they were praying and praising God. If you take the word uh, praising and try to see the definition, you will understand Praising means expressing, expressing respect and gratitude. So praising means expressing your respect, adoration for the person, at the same time gratitude for what they have done. So we see here in the midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. Now it is quite clear that they were not weeping, they were not crying, they were not praying. They didn't say, oh Lord, what is this? Where am I? Didn't you call, you call me for your ministry and here, I'm, here I am in the jail cell? What sin did I commit? Rather we see Paul praying and singing hymns to God. Which means he's praying and expressing his gratefulness to God. Look at the situation where he isn't right now. It's a tough place. And in a situation like that I tell you, when we are there, we will hardly express our gratefulness. If we were at the place of Paul, we would be crying, uh, trying to, you know, uh, talk to a few people and tell what our story is. Something would be happening. But you see what Paul is doing? He's singing, praising God. He's expressing his gratitude to God. His hands and feet are chained, can't move freely. Just imagine in the night when we sleep, how many times do we move? We, we always keep moving, you know, when we are sleeping. But imagine... You're chained that you cannot move. Even in that situation, he is praising, praying and singing hymns to God. As we look at Paul's life, you know, when I look at our life, I begin to wonder, when we walk through tough times in life, do we stop and thank God? Or do we stop and complain about everything? What do we do? When we go through tough times, do we stop and thank God? It may seem very contrary. You know, like, How can I thank God in my tough times? But question is, do we stop and thank God? Or do we stop and complain about everything? What do we do? See, none of us are in a situation like Paul and Silas. None of us are in a situation like that. But many times, we are unable to say, Lord, I thank you for what you've given to me. Because... When we think of gratefulness, when we think of saying something or expressing thankfulness to the Lord, what the enemy will do is that just when you're about to praise God and thank Him for what He did, the enemy will come to you and He'll put some thoughts into your mind. Just when you want to praise God for something, or just when you want to give a testimony, just as you're sharing a testimony, you know, another thought will be running in your mind parallelly. Oh, this part of your life, look at it, it's terrible. Oh, this has not happened, that has not happened. You expected this. The enemy always brings in negative thoughts into your mind that keeps us from thanking God for all that he has done. He will tell us, what are you thanking God for? What has he done to you? Look at your life. 
Look at your life, there's nothing you can thank God for, but look at that person. He's so good. Look at that woman, she's so good. They're all settled, they, they have everything they need. But look at your life. What are you thanking God for? The enemy will put all these thoughts into our mind. And sometimes we will look at ourselves and feel like, God has to do more things in my life. Have you ever felt like that? Look at our life and feel like, oh, God has to do something more in my life. We feel like, oh, I'm stuck somewhere. I want God to do something more, then I will praise Him. What do we say? I want God to do something more, then I will praise Him. Just imagine Paul's situation. Where is he right now? Is he saying, let God take me out of the prison and then I will pray? No. What is his thought? Wherever I am in, whatever situation I am in, what am I going to do is I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek him. I'm going to praise his name. See, what the Bible teaches us is this. Even when we lack something, thank him. It will seem very contradictory to the human brain. Like, when I lack something, how can I thank God? Even when you do not have all that you need, even when your needs are not met, even when you're, when you're not able to pay your bills, thank Him. Thank Him. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says like this, In everything, give thanks. You see what the Bible is teaching us? It may not go along with our thinking sometimes. In everything, like even when I'm able to do something, and even when I'm not able to do something, even when I succeed, even when I fail, in everything I should give thanks. Okay, I know, you know, when I'm successful, I can give a lot of thanks. I can express my gratitude. I can share testimonies. But what the Bible says is, even in your failure, give thanks. Give thanks. Let me tell you something. Even in your darkest days if you carefully analyze your life there is something that you can be thankful for something that you can be thankful for see in, in reality sometimes we won't even find one point or one reason when we are in pain when we are in distress because human mind always focuses on what we lack and what we do not have. And also the human mind focuses on other people who have everything and that we don't have what we expect. And we wonder sometimes, Lord, when am I going to have all these things? Many times our prayer is just a complaint. Many times our prayer is just a murmuring. We go into prayer, we grumble, we complain about everything we lack. Sometimes we pray as if God owes us something. Let me tell you something. As we look at scripture, as I look at scripture and study it, I see God doesn't owe me anything. Everything that God gives to me is a gracious gift. If God makes, if God makes me see another day, that's His grace. That's His mercy. If God enables us to enjoy life, that is His grace. We don't deserve it, but God gives it to us graciously. But guess what do we do? Instead of thanking Him for everything, instead of thanking Him for everything, we wish God could do something better in our life. We wish God could do something better than what He is doing right now. What the Bible says is, is in everything, in everything, what should you do? Give thanks. In pain or joy, 
in sorrow or happiness in depression or anxiety in any situation or every situation thank god thank him for all that he has done now you take this all that i've spoken right now and you tell people outside the church tell the world they won't agree with it they don't agree with it and the reason they won't agree with it is because they fail to see the power behind gratitude and let me explain this see whenever you thank god whenever you pray what happens is when you add thankfulness to your prayer what happens is you will stop complaining and stop murmuring in prayer that's one of the power of thankfulness when you thank god in prayer you will stop complaining have you noticed something that sometimes our prayer times are just complaints lord i thought this will happen but it didn't happen i thought this will work out it didn't work out many times our prayers are just complaints and murmuring and because of all these complaints and murmurings we won't feel like praying more praying more but when you add thanksgiving to prayer what it does is that it stops you and me from complaining see complaining is very easy you look at the people of israel they came out of egypt and what did they do they praised god after they crossed the red sea they had a big you know a mighty like group of people praising god moses sister was leading every excellent things were happening but after some time what did they do they started murmuring started complaining and for that very reason god made them wander in the desert for 40 years but when you add thanksgiving to your prayer what changes is complaining goes away what changes is murmuring goes away let me give you an example turn with me to psalm 136 psalm 136 psalm 136 contains about 26 verses and this is a psalm that is quite familiar there's a lot of songs written out of this psalm 136 was one says like this oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever if you read verse 2 it says oh give thanks to the god of gods for his mercy endures forever psalm 136 verse 16 says give thanks to him who led his people through the wilderness his faithful love endures forever and verse 17 says give thanks to him who struck down mighty kings his faithful love endures forever the psalm is all about give thanks praise the lord give thanks give thanks give thanks you look at this psalm this psalm is called as the pilgrim psalm and this was a psalm that was sung once in a year when people all over judah all over israel would get together and go to jerusalem for the annual feast and jerusalem was always on a higher level the elevation was higher so as people would go to jerusalem they would walk up the mountain reaching the temple and as they're walking towards jerusalem what will happen is there'll be a group of people that will be going and in that group there'll be one man who will say give thanks to him and the group behind him will repeat saying for his love endures forever so so for example one man will say oh give thanks to the lord for he is good and then everybody will repeat for his mercy endures forever so as people were walking up to jerusalem they are thinking of gratitude to god now we have to understand this context because back in the day they didn't travel by 
uh, trains. They didn't have bullet trains. They didn't have flights or anything. They had to walk from one place to another. And the journey was always tough. The journey was always difficult. During the way, you know, on your journey, something, anything can happen to you. Anything, the robbers can come and rob you. You know, so there will always be reasons to complain about your journey. Sometimes when we travel from, you know, if you ever travel from in Pragati bus from Mangalore to Bangalore, you know they will make a milkshake out of you. Just, you know, uh, I remember in the guard section, I'll be holding on to the rod. <laughs> they, just, they just zoom and go. And there's always reasons to complain about. Just imagine back in the day, they had to walk miles and miles and miles. There were so many reasons to complain about their journey to Jerusalem. But in that time, see where they focus on. What are they doing? In that time, they're reminding themselves of all the things that God has done. See, what gratitude does is that no matter how difficult your life can be, no matter how challenging it can be, no matter how difficult your journey can be, when you express your gratitude, it will help you stop complaining. It'll help you stop murmuring. Have you ever met people who complain a lot? They won't have joy in their face. You will want to run away from them. But you look at people who just overlook mistakes. Oh, just It's okay, it's okay. Do better next time. You like to hang out with such people. You know what causes such character? Gratitude. When you have gratitude in your heart, you won't complain. When you have gratitude in your heart, you won't be murmuring. And when it comes to prayer, Paul says, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. When we add thanksgiving to prayer, our prayer becomes with less complaint, less murmurings. It becomes more enjoyable. The reason why we often struggle with anxiety or the fear of future is because our focus is not on God. And so we complain, I don't know about this, I don't have that, I don't have enough money, I didn't get what I prayed for, my life is bad, my life is terrible. No. If you carefully sit down and look at your life, there will always be something to thank God for. Start expressing your thankfulness to the Lord, because when you express your thankfulness, you will stop complaining and you will start focusing on God. See, as you express your thankfulness every single day, something will shift in you as you begin to thank Him. See, when you begin to thank God, even the lack that you have, even the things that you do not have, won't seem like a big problem. When you begin to thank God, even if you don't have food for most of the day, you won't be worried. When you begin to thank God, you know what will happen? You will truly enjoy life. But if you stop thanking God and if you start complaining, every step will seem like a difficult one to you. Understand this church, true enjoyment in life does not come because you have everything. True enjoyment does not come because you have everything you need. Oh, I'm happy because I have all that I need. No, true enjoyment comes because you are grateful. We, we always you know, reverse that. Okay, I, I, now that I have everything, I'm going to enjoy. I remember seeing this video uh, on WhatsApp. Like when, 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 when a man is young, around 24, 25, he's running after, you know, career. Just waiting for that, you know, to reach, to get his savings up to a certain amount. And by the time he gets there, he want, feels like, I want something more, something more. And finally, when he's happy, 
he's about to kick his bucket. Human life is all about more and more and more. But when you're grateful, when you add thankfulness to your prayer, you may not have what you need, but you'll be very happy. I tell you, that is an expensive commodity in our world today. A great you know, happiness, just, just being happy. You look at people, they're running after more and more. I want this, I want to be more successful. I want to do this, I want to do that. But true happiness comes when you're grateful. You will truly enjoy life when you're grateful. You will enjoy being a student when you're grateful. You'll enjoy and you'll be excited about your job when you're grateful. You will rejoice even in the smallest things when you're grateful. Can I say that again? Even in the smallest things that you have, maybe very insignificant. People will look at you and be like, what is this? All you have is this. But you'll be happy. You know why? You are grateful. And do the opposite. Try doing the opposite. Just remove gratefulness. You'll have everything. But you'll be a very grumpy person. Just take gratefulness out. You'll start hating people. Just take gratefulness out. You won't feel like living anymore. You won't see a reason to li live. See, I, I believe God is speaking to us through His word loud and clear. Reminding us to be grateful for everything. As we look at 2020, I believe we have to be more grateful than ever. Every day this year, we have to begin with at least 10 minutes of expressing, Lord, I thank you for this. I thank you for that. This year, we have to learn to be more grateful. Whenever we pray, we have to be more thankful. We have to add gratefulness to our prayer because the more we add gratefulness to our prayer, we will have this satisfaction about life. I would like you to do this. Just go home. After you go home, take a sheet of paper. Write down 20 reasons you are grateful for. 20 reasons. And read that every day. And I would recommend that you do it this way. What you can do is take each point and think about it for 30 seconds every day. So you have 20 points. You think about each point for 30 seconds. You'll take 10 minutes and you'll be able to Think of all that you are grateful for. Read one point and ponder over it for 30 seconds and let me tell you something. You will have a very blessed day when you are grateful. When you begin with thanking God, you will be excited about the opportunities that you are going to receive that day. Because what will happen is the more you are grateful, the more you say, Lord, thank you for what you did, thank you for what you did in my life, the more you are grateful, do you know what will happen to you? The more you are grateful, you will know that God has done this in the past for me and now he will do it again. See, I believe sometimes as Christians we have this memory loss problems. We come through a certain journey, God has miraculously rescued us, saved us, brought us into salvation and now that we are inside the church, we have forgotten the past. See, Israel, thousands of years later, even after they had come out of Egypt, the generations after them still reminds themselves that he brought Israel out of Egypt. Do you know why? He's a powerful God. And they, they're reminding themselves if God can deliver Israel that day, then he can also do that in our life. The more you are grateful, the more hope you'll have in God. The more you are grateful, the more trust you'll have in God. Because the more you are grateful, you'll realize that he's done it for me before. 
and now he will do it again you will have that confidence i tell you prayer with gratitude is the best medicine for anxiety are you concerned about your future are you worried about your future add prayer and anxiety to you sorry prayer with thanksgiving to your life when you add that you know what will happen anxiety will immediately leave your life if you can just set aside 10 minutes every day and just express to god how grateful you are you will step out your out of your door with a deep satisfaction in your heart gratefulness is powerful it stops you from complaining it stops you from murmuring and it helps you live a happy and a satisfied life i believe church that god is speaking to us reminding us that we have to be grateful for you know as i as i was preparing this sermon i i, was, I just started reminding myself of the things that i forgot god has done in my life and when we forget what god has done we panic about the future but when we remind ourselves of what god has done we will be confident of the future let what may come even if tsunami comes i know i will be safe because god has done it in the past and i know in the future he will do it again gratefulness is powerful amen the second thing i want to talk about thanksgiving and gratefulness is that gratefulness will make your prayer effective thanksgiving will make your prayer effective see many times our prayers go unanswered many times our prayers go unanswered we we wonder why lord what did i do wrong did i pray the wrong prayer did i do the wrong prayer many times our prayers go unanswered because our prayers are more like complaints our prayers are more like giving god a report of all that he has not done our prayers are more like telling god god this is what i expected you to do and you have not done please do it very soon our prayers become complaints but when prayers are combined with thanksgiving and praise i tell you miracles will happen when you combine thanksgiving with prayer mountains will move when you combine thanksgiving with prayer the impossible will seem possible because when you express your gratitude in prayer what you're actually doing is that you're putting your confidence and your trust in the lord you're putting your confidence and trust in god but when you go into prayer and you start demanding from god now please remember this don't demand anything from god don't demand anything from god because demanding is always about your will demanding is always about you some people will say decree and declare that this should happen to you no don't demand it from god because you do not know what god's perfect will is how can you demand it from him do you know or no you are just a mortal human being instead of demanding when you come in prayer with thanksgiving what you're doing is you're humbly submitting yourself to god and you're putting your confidence on him trusting him that he will do it see psalm says about man like this he says psalm 103 verse 15 he talks about us like this saying as for man he is his days are like grass i'm sure all of you have seen grass you put a grass in a dry place you know what's going to happen it will wither away very soon what are we we are just fragile human beings but sometimes the prayers we make are demanding god to do something 
we do not know what's god we do not know what god's perfect will is all we have to do is just pray request submit ourselves and put our confidence in him in other words it means to express our gratitude on the lord when you pray with gratefulness you're submitting to the lord and trusting to trusting him and then as a result you know what will happen you will see god's will done in your life if you see this example in the life of king jehoshaphat in second chronicles chapter 20 last week i shared this passage with you also but there's something more to learn from the same passage if you look at second chronicles chapter 20 verse uh, verse 12 that is very praise lord we do not know what to do but our eyes are upon you and this is the end of his prayer but before all of this in verse 7 he says like this are you not a god who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people israel and who gave it to the descendants of abraham your friend forever in a way jehoshaphat is reminding himself and the people saying that are you not our god who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people and gave it you're the god who gave it and now people are coming to take it away so jehoshaphat humbly submits himself to god reminds himself of all that god has done in the past okay now see what happens finally god said i'm going to give you the victory and guess how king jehoshaphat wages a war verse 21 says like this and when he had consulted with the people he appointed those who should who should sing to the lord and who should praise the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army and were saying praise the lord for his mercy endures forever what did jehoshaphat do here who were the first people in the line the battlefield praise and worship team praise and worship team and what do they sing that's more important what do they sing praise the lord for his mercy endures forever what they are doing is they are going forward singing the gratefulness of god singing their gratefulness to god and what happens i tell you israel didn't fight the war god fought the battle for them you may be facing an impossible situation today you may be facing an impossible situation in your life but when you express your gratitude to him even in that tough time god fights the battle for you let's let's go back to the story of paul and silas what did paul and silas do did they bring a welding machine cut the chains no what did they do they praised god they sang hymns to god as they thanked god that quick happened it's not a coincidence it's not a coincidence god made it happen he can do anything when you praise him and when you pray and ask in his name he will do it according to his perfect will many times we are just you know our prayers are like lord i expected maybe this year it would happen it didn't happen what is this what are you doing in my life i tell you when we pray such prayers we can't pray for more than 5 minutes more than 5 minutes our prayer will never even go up our roof but when you pray with gratitude you'll be like okay i want to pray for some more time and you look at the clock 2 hours would have gone by and you'll enjoy the time of prayer and when you pray with gratitude what will happen is it makes your prayer effective that is why paul says prayer and supplication with thanksgiving so when you make prayer and supplication along with thank you lord with a gratefulness to god god fights the battles for you 
We see in the life of Israel, Israelites, the worship team went ahead of the army, singing praises to the God, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And God gave them the victory that day. In everything, praise God. Now you may wonder, okay, I have a difficult situation, how can I praise him? Praise him. Because you don't know that even that failure is actually a blessing to you. Let me ask you this, how many of you know God's perfect will for your life? Even if you live up to 99 years or say even beyond 100 years, you still cannot fathom what God has for you. You will never know His perfect will. But when you, when you thank God even in your failures, what happens is you're just submitting. It's like, God, failure happened, but I'm still going to thank you. When, you. when you thank God even when challenges come, I tell you, everything will be alright. Your anxiety will go away, your worries will go away, every fear will go away because when you're grateful, you're putting God first. You're saying, God, I know this happened, but you go before me. I remember years ago when I was, after I finished my 12th standard, I was applying for Bible college and about the time my dad brought two applications uh, for me and my brother uh, and we were uh, this, this application was for SABC. How many of you heard of Southern Asia Bible College? It's one of the top colleges in Bangalore. And uh, a month later, we get two envelopes in the post. One is thick and one is very thin. And the thin one belonged to me. <laughs> Basically, they said, thank you for applying. And uh, at this time, we cannot accept your application. And this is a college that my dad wanted me to join. And I, they rejected my seat. Uh, but they accepted my brother. He went on to study there. But I was, you know, it seemed like a failure. It's like such a big college, you know, if you beautiful campus they have. Uh, so they have really good uh, praise and worship team and everything. It's one of the colleges everybody would like to join. And here I am rejected. Uh, and my brother gets accepted. And so finally they put me in a college. And my college, I tell you, you can go around the entire campus in less than 10 minutes. No ground, nothing, just two buildings. But it's been there, they've been there for a very long time. When I, when I stepped into that college, within a few days I called my father and I said, you have spoiled my life. Because I look at the place and I look at what my, where my brother is studying, it's like, it's like heaven and earth. <laughs> that is so much better and here I am in a small place. But what I failed to understand at that moment is that this small place was actually the right place for me. See, you don't know what happens when failure comes into your life. You will think, okay, everything is lost, but that failure will be your greatest blessing. And let me tell you more stories. When, when I joined this college, I, I, before that I wanted to be a sound engineer and, uh, and I gave up all my dreams and I went there. And then I, after I went there, I realized that that college has a recording studio. And I worked there for five years. I studied, I worked part-time, studied, worked part-time. And after that, I, I went on to meet a lot of my teachers who shaped my thinking of God. Some phenomenal teachers. I, I, I think to myself that if I had gone to another college, I would, have, I would not have met them. And I also met in that college, Pastor Edward Francis, who introduced me to a few people in Mangalore who also more importantly introduced me to my wife. 
just just imagine if i had taken that failure and if i had quit everything i would have missed god's greatest blessings the rejection seemed like a big thing i remember my mom crying like oh you didn't get into sbc how come can we use this recommendation that recommendation nothing worked the small place that i went to was the place that nurtured me to run a church today i tell you we don't know what failures mean we don't know what god's perfect will is when something fails in life thank him because god will turn that failure into something that is very very valuable lesson for your life instead of complaining instead of being anxious what the bible teaches us is prayer and supplication with thanksgiving thank him for everything even when something fails even when you lose something thank him it may be god's will for your life amen why don't we stand up a couple of minutes left i want to finish with a word of prayer i believe as we you know continue to step into every month we're going to step into february very soon today is the 26th within a couple of days the month will be over so many you know months that are going to come ahead of us we have another 11 months so many days ahead of us and what god is reminding us is in everything we thankful in everything more than 330 days we have remaining in this year but if we can live a lifestyle of gratefulness in everything we do just be grateful i tell you your life will be very different you'll be happy you'll be joyful and you'll always be rejoicing in the lord when we close our eyes